Hello and welcome to HearthCast episode number 145 for patch 5.0.5, made possible by RiptideSoftware.com. Our topic for today is bringing them back. This is Freckleface, and I am a Goblin Hunter. And hello, this is Root. I am a Goblin Warlock, and we are a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. Coming up in episode 145 of HearthCast, we're gonna, we have a lot of emails, actually, and comments from you, our loyal listeners. Also, we have some exclusive news from Dead Guy from Open Raid. We have an awesome add-on roundup, a bunch of, a bunch of stuff on that. Uh, we're going to play a round of HearthCast AOE with Lignar from the Epic Podcast, and uh, we're going to find out some ways to know if you need a detox from WoW. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. HearthCast Season 4 is proudly sponsored by ReduceTheLag.com. You can drop your latency by up to 50%. Just visit ReduceTheLag.com today. And Rare Spawn Studios, where epic loot is guaranteed. Rare Spawn Studios specializes in anime and gaming-inspired hats and accessories. You can find them on Etsy and use the code HEARTHCAST at checkout for 10% off your order. We want to get some special shout-outs this week, going straight over to all of our guildmates on the Deathwing server in the Horderlies. And you know, we mention it every week, the Training Dummies. Awesome podcast. One of my top four, I would say, podcasts. So, yeah, they made the top five. That's a good thing. That's true. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, absolutely. So, go check them out. Um, it's, like I said before, it's the, the the talking encyclopedia of WoW. It's amazing. I think you actually said that. I did say that. Yeah. Also, our friends from Facebook, we got a lot of y'all coming up here a little later on in a little roundup, so we will get to you guys then and mention you all by name. And our followers on Twitter, in particular, Maskman. Uh, apparently, he says there's some mist swirls around the hidden herbs. Well, remember I had said with those goggles, I thought they needed a more visual way to Yeah. Well, we were talking about them. mining nodes, though. That's true, but apparently there's mist among the herbs. But I feel like the ghost iron ore at least always kind of has something swirling around it. Mm, I don't know. I have to look harder now. But I'd- thank you for that. And kingdom of boredom. <sighs> I guess we're happy to be your first tweet. He's bored, see? Get it? I get it. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> Grenache D8, Sandino, and a couple more that, again, we will get back to you guys a little later on in our main content of the show. Also, super duper special shout outs go to this week to our fellow Orlando Well podcaster, Eric. He is from the Vote to Kick podcast at twitch.tv slash vote to kick. That's the number two. Uh, go check them out. They could be a little explicit from time to time, but that's all right. Very entertaining, though. It is entertaining. Okay. They had the the the, uh, the impeccable Olivia Grace on their last, uh, or two episodes ago now. They're live Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. East Coast on Twitch TV slash Vote to Kick. So, you ain't got nothing going on, or even if you do have something going on, you can hook up on, you know, your the, the mobile phone app. Oh, uh, well, yeah. For Twitch TV? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you get the Twitch TV app and you can just listen to them or watch them. Whoa. Yeah. I have to do that. I haven't done a live show yet. <laughs> no, not us. Them. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we mess up way too much to have a live show. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you edit like a full day, so it's all right. Um, So, yeah, um, 
we're, we're, we'll be meeting up with Eric too tomorrow night uh, at the Orlando Wild meetup over at Firkin and Kegler's. I'm very so, excited. My sister, by the way, when she was in town, tried to correct my pronunciation. Apparently, it's not Firkin and Kegler's. Firkin and Kegler or something German. What? Yeah, It's not German, it's British. But they're beer terms. Oh. Yeah. So she works for Anheuser-Busch. So she was trying to correct me. And I'm like, it's Florida, it's Firkin and Kegler. <laughs> <laughs> so I win on that one. So anyhow, yeah, I'll go check out Votes of Kick. Uh, great podcast, great guys over there, all of them. Um, fun times, good stuff. So hey, Frick! Hey. What's up with you this week in the world of Warcraft? Uh, on my Goblin Hunter, I ran Firelands the first time. Oh, yeah. What'd you think? I'd only done the trash before. It was really cool. It's kind of red in there, isn't it? Yeah. Hence the Firelands. I really like the achievement. I forgot which boss it is, but you have to you have to kneel down. Or yeah, sit yeah, down. You have yeah, to sit, sit down before he does his wave. The cool part about this is not everybody in the group has to do that. They can like sit on the bridge and let all the people who aren't going to mess up go get the achievement for them. Well, kind, yeah. That's how I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, y'all go ahead. I got this. I'm going to watch the bridge just in case, you know, crazy trash comes up from the rear. The second time we tried it, I, I failed us, but nobody Did knew. it call you out? No. It didn't? Are you sure? Yeah. Because they were saying in Vince, like, oh, I don't know who did that. Let's go start over. I'm just like, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it calls you out. Dead guy. Would you, were you running dead guy? Yes. Because he's got a little thing and I'll tell you like, like. I was too far away from him, I think. Oh. And it just, it. It took my character longer to sit her butt down than I thought it would. Like she, I thought she just like plopped down, and she's like, you know, no, no, no. They, they to the side, weeble side wobble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Goblins. Goblin weeble wobble. Sit down like they're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, the floor's moving. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Um, you know, he also strong armed me on my gnome rogue to go into a dungeon. I had not been in a dungeon on my rogue since BC. <laughs> I had 8,000 DPS. Wow. I was terrified to go in there. No, I'm like, wow, because that's like, you're doing almost as much as me. <laughs> no, 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 no. But like, I'm questing Jade Forest. He, he's like, level faster, level faster. Like he always does. <laughs> yes. Whenever you're on, he's always do something. And it's like, you can't even play with this tune. It's Alliance. He's like, oh yeah. And he logs off and logs into Alliance 88. <laughs> I have no idea how many characters this guy has in the account. I think he's got. Like, one for each spec. Um, each spec, each time zone, each faction. Yeah. So, groups of me, drives over me where I'm in the Jade Forest, makes me get on his rocket, drives me over to Half Hill, makes me buy all his gear. Well, not queue until I buy a gear slot for every single thing they have available. <laughs> and then we ran two dungeons. I did get a couple upgrades, and then by the time we were out, I did the little farming initial startup quest. And then right. I dinged 86. So that was really nice. cool. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Um, and I'm going through Jade Forest and kind of comparing and contrasting the differences between yeah. Horde Alliance. What do you think? It's very interesting. Uh, the major part is uh, both sides have a story being told to them as part of the quest line. And right. you get in there and you're like, this is what happens. And it turns to an interactive vehicle quest where you become this character and you have little abilities. The dwarf hunter is telling you the story, so it goes into this thing where you're the dwarf hunter. Oh, and you're yeah, walking yeah, around. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they both start out where you you have a sniper um, spotting you. And oh. you can just mark something and the sniper will hit it. And right. Then, 
And then on both that. sides, yeah. you then you become the sniper, and then it's your job to shoot. Yeah, I remember that. And there's a raccoon that factors in at both what? sides. Yeah. Oh, I've done one. I've done it. You've well, we've everybody's pretty much done it. Yeah. Well, one of it. Well, okay. It's so like on the horde side. Um, you know, the orc comes approaches Anduin and and says, "I got you cornered." Anduin says, "How you got me cornered?" And then the orc's like, "See that raccoon?" He points at the raccoon, and then it dies. And a little thing about the raccoon says, uh, never hurt anybody. <laughs> like, it's a guild name. Like, if you have a guild name, oh, yeah, somehow yeah, yeah, they yeah, use yeah. that for NPCs, oh. extra descriptors. Oh. So, little raccoon, harmless raccoon, never hurt anybody. <laughs> and then on the alliance side, you adopt this raccoon as your pet. Oh. And then it gets killed randomly. And you're like, no, I didn't even, like, point at it. So, Weird. you think that was the orc hitting it. Oh, from. could be. Yeah. yeah. I think I might benefit by reading in this game sometimes. Cause yeah, I'm like, I'm sometimes. Like, <laughs> it's like, that happened? When did that happen? I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Um, still doing, back to my hunter. I'm still doing Claxi dailies. Yeah. A few days away yeah. from that, a couple weeks. Um, I've got a new routine, which involves me getting to watch Breaking Bad while I do <laughs> Hey, if you got a routine at work, stick with it. It works out for both of them because that show, I love it. I'm addicted to it. I don't need to be watching it. I really don't. Okay. It is violent and scary and like, it's it's upsetting, but I can't not watch it. I have to know what happens. Hmm. So what I do is I pull up the Netflix app on my phone, prop it up. (laughs) It makes the dailies go faster. And then when the scene gets too intense or something, I think something violent's about to happen and turn my attention away from it. And, and kill like, things in World of Warcraft. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. I see <laughs> <laughs> you can't watch violence, but you can interactively take part in it. Okay. okay makes Warcraft, total they don't, sense They to don't me. have somebody uh, dragging themselves across the hospital floor while the bloody stumps of legs leave a trail of blood. Uh, maybe? No. It's not that graphic. You know it's not that graphic. Uh-huh. It's graphic. In the show. Yeah. And they love to show Brian Cranston in his underwear for some reason. I don't know who that is. The main character. I still don't know who that is. <laughs> you ever see a Malcolm in the Middle? Uh, yeah. Okay, the dad of Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. You know how he's always in his underwear for some reason. Oh, is this the one about the, the heroin dealer, the teacher? The mess dealer. dealer. Huh? The mess dealer, yes. Cooker. Meth cooker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in this show, it's the same actor from the dad of Malcolm in the Middle, and he is also in this show in his tidy whities quite frequently for no reason. Well, he's cooking meth. Yeah. There you go. It's just strange. So you (laughs) watch a drug-filled, horrible horrors, half-severed bodies dragging Uh across the floor, Uh and when that becomes disturbing, you snipe raccoons. Pretty much. Got it. (laughs) Makes perfect sense, freckle face. (laughs) So, Root, what's going on with you? Are you are you doing dailies? Are you doing LFR? What what you been up to? Well, I had a family in town this week. Oh, uh, my father, my sister, and her husband were all in town. So you signed them all up with World of Warcraft accounts, and you formed a raid team. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> went out to dinner, hung out, went to you know theme. Well, went to downtown Disney, not really theme park. Doesn't count. No, that's what I said. Not really theme park. Um, spent, you know, quality time with the fam. That's good stuff. Yeah, good times. Yeah, yeah and they went to the, well, my brother-in-law and my sister went to the uh, Doctor Who convention. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. into that. 
Apparently so. Okay. Yeah. And uh, had lunch at one point in time at a uh, uh, one of those fusion taco, Korean taco joints in town, you know. Good oh, times, right. good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, met up with a guy uh, who uh, apparently doesn't live too far from uh, Avi in our guild. How weird is that? That's very weird. Pretty weird. Less than an hour away. She knows where he lives, pretty much down to the street. Hmm. Very weird. And then it turns out that he and I have uh, uh, some weird commonalities as well. Here's a guy that I, you know I've never met before, and we're talking, and he mentions a very small piece of a bit from a guy's stand-up routine, and I completed it for him because it's one of my favorite stand-up routines. Wow. Yeah. Well, crazy, right? So you found your soulmate? I don't know if I go that far. Okay. You any know, bromance? I'm, I'm, no, I'm not replacing Hind. Oh. No, no, <laughs> no. Hind love all the way. To the grave. True and true. Uh, but it was just it was one of those weird things like, well, that's some weird synergy there. So, hmm. it's kind of cool. And, uh, yeah. So, had them in town now, although I did um, um, did raid last week. And... Uh, How'd it go? Yeah, closer. Okay. Yeah. I, did you actually down anything yet? Trash. Just trash. Okay. <laughs> we're getting closer. Uh, we, uh, we're getting closer. I, I feel it. It's this week. This week. You're down the first boss. Maybe. <laughs> um, did get into uh, LFR, or as I so aptly call it, looking for Zerg. Got into that. It was really weird because um, basically with everybody in town and everything else going on, I really didn't get a chance to get back into things until last night, Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. So I run the first half of Looking for Zerg, and apparently I had already signed up uh, through Open Raid to do some stuff with uh, with Dead Guy. So I'm in the second half of Looking for Zerg, and he comes on and starts trying to you know invite me, and I'm like, oh, oh, it's time for that. So I have to bail. I have to be oh. one of those people. Oh. Yeah. But luckily I bailed on trash. I didn't wait till the boss. I just bailed on some trash. Yeah. And I don't think it really matters unless you're the tank and you pull the boss and then you leave. Which apparently happened right before I got into that group. Yeah. Um, so, but um, did uh, Heroic Firelands and really weird, I guess it was because I was kind of, I don't know if I was tired or what, but I didn't really even really know I had even signed up for Heroic Firelands. You know, I just, well, Dad got messaged me. He's like, hey, I got a, got a raid sign up for me. Like, okay, cool. Oh, right, yeah. And so I kind of thought I was, you know, going to help him and somebody else out, and it turns out it was the heroic. So I got, you know, a bunch of achievements. Yeah. And the Fire Lord title. So I'm Fire Lord Root now. Very cool. It's kind of fun. Kind of harken back to our episode about, you know, is it as cool as it would have been when it was current content? Hmm. So, got a cool Sounds staff. Cool. Yeah, I got a cool staff. A transmog to staff that dropped off of Rag, I think. One of them, something, somebody, cool staff, and then we did some mountain runs, and we went to Anixia, and I got my my helm back. What helm back? Well, the one right there. You know the one that Hoofit drew on the on the card. Yes, that one. Okay. Here in the wall, we, yeah. put, we got Hoofit's card right here in the wall, right? Right. And see how he hand drew that the me. I see that. Yeah, I got that helm back because I didn't know you had to keep the stuff you transmog. Oh, so you couldn't transmog no. other stuff to it? No, right. Oh. I didn't, no, I just, apparently, I could have like even just told Blizzard, hey, I had it and I lost it, and they would have given it back to me, but... Ah, oh, well, you're there anyway, so... Yeah, I dropped off Anixia's again, so I'm like, yay, yeah. got it back. Cool. So, um, And then, after that was done, 
it's like, I don't know, man, one o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, oh, better go finish up that second half of looking for Zerg. Really? Yeah, really. And uh, It's late for you. Very. And uh, so we get into there and it's just like, we, I mean, the queue was like instant. I was like, wow, that's the fastest LFZ queue ever. LFZQ. That's weird. And, and, you know, <laughs> uh, but then we spent a half hour waiting for the full group because it's like people you get in and drop and get in and drop and get in and drop. Oh, and get in. It's like, lame. would you come on? But after that happened, uh, we did not wipe at all. Oh, it was like candy the whole thing. Even though on the very last, the I mean, the last boss in 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 the second half of that just seems like it takes a long time. But um, yeah. Absolutely nothing dropped. I figured if I ever wanted to create another podcast, I would call it 28 Gold. Why is that? Those who've been in LFZ will know. Oh, I... Mm. Mm, yeah. Inside Is reference. that what you get when you don't get yeah. gear? Yeah. You oh. get 28 and change. 28 Gold and like 50 Copper. I don't oh. know what it is, but it's like you 28 Gold. Great. 28 Gold. Great. 28 Gold. Great. <laughs> Sick and tired of 28 Gold. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't call a podcast that because everybody would be like, I am tired of Sony and Gold. So, yeah, that's uh, I think that's about it for me. Um, came to the realization that uh, I need to buckle down and do some dailies, though. Hmm. Yeah. Which dailies you need to do? Yeah, all of them. All of them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I need to do that. Oh, I did get what? drug in uh, this morning, though. This Can morning? I? Yeah. Yeah, this morning I got on and I was going to do some dailies. Because I was like, ah, so you stayed up until what time? I like two, and then you got uh, up at what time? I like five. And so I was gonna do um, some dailies this morning, right? And so you I'm, need I'm, some caffeine? No, and uh, <laughs> and so I'm like, ah, I'm gonna do some dailies. I'm gonna, and then dead guy's there. I'm like, dude, you slept, right? He's like, oh yeah, I slept. All right, cool. He's like, come run heroics. I'm like, I'm gonna do dailies. He's like, tough. And he invites me. So <laughs> just like you, strong armed into running heroics, you know. But he's on his tank, and we just like, you know, it's insta cue with that. And we, like, chain ran, I don't know, five heroics this morning. It was fun. Went on some I've never been in before. That was cool. Awesome. Nothing dropped. 28 gold. No, you don't get that. But nothing dropped. I I got a wand. Yeah, well, can't use it. I mean, I can use it, but it's the same eye level, so, yeah. Eh. And something else that is, like, the same, but I got it. I don't know. I, I, haven't, I have not wanted to do heroics because, I don't know. Nobody's been on when I'm on. I don't want to do it by myself anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But if you are on late at night for our time, our guild is on, you know, quarterlies. And yeah. they, they will run anything with you. It's true. Anything. They're very open. They're like, it just seems like lately, every time they say, hey, let's go run something, I mean, they're already in something or I'm doing something else. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they're. I mean, it's not like, not for their lack of trying that I haven't run with them lately, but because they're definitely still stand upish and still pushing that. So. That is going on wonderfully. So, yeah, that's my week so far. We have a few emails here. Um, the first one is from Ianitz, and he was going back to our episode about um, a good WoW player. I just want to share basically what his comment was, which was, 10 million or so WoW players, someone out there is the best player, and someone is the worst players. I'm the worst. That's two players, so no matter if you think you're real good, or you think you stink, or you think you're okay, it's a pretty good bet there will always be someone better than you, and a pretty good bet there will always be somebody worse than you. Hey, like so. I said, Hind always has lower DPS than me. So. When he's healing. <laughs> so. I love when I have more DPS than the healer. 
I'm like, yeah, I'm not a complete failure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. There's, yeah, you can strive and, and you know, is WoW, in my opinion, is getting closer and closer every day to be a uh, competitive eSport. You know, they got to get the observer mode down and we'll be good to go after that. Yeah. Um, the next one is from Orakio, and he's actually in the Death Ink server. Oh, sweet. That's awesome. Um, and he was, again, going back to um, the whole PvE versus PvP gear. Right. I mean, he had some interesting points. Um, and he was saying that the barrier to entry is double stacked against the new people. Because there's only two tiers of PvP, arenas and raided battleground. Which are to PvP, what raiding and heroic raiding are to PvE. And then there's the melting pot of regular battlegrounds where everyone from the zero resilience character to the maxed out character gets thrown into the same groups to duke it out. In PvE, you can gradually ramp up the difficulty from questing through five mans to heroic. You can do that as much as you want and stop anywhere along the way. But in PvP, the questing greens person gets put up against the heroic-geared opponent, and he's using that as kind of an analogy, without any gradual step up in, or step up in difficulty or learning curve, in that it would be nice to have some sort of way to tier battlegrounds to people who are trying to build a set of PvP gearing. Um, and he suggests maybe an item-level-linked battleground queuing system, and not just a minimum eye-level, but a maximum for each tier. And that could lead to making separate PvE I-level and PvP I-level. Or the Q could be linked to the total base resilience plus PvP power. And then says, but matching similar geared players up against each other could make a more satisfying experience for both new and experienced players. Even ganking noobs can get old after a while. And if people still want to do that, there's always world PvP. And they could leave the open to all Q there. See, I was listening to uh, WoW Files this week a little bit, this morning on the way into work, actually, and they were addressing uh, something from a blue post, kind of about something very similar to this, about a form of PvP ranking Mm -hmm. that takes a lot of metrics into consideration, uh, your gear, the time, the people you fought against, a bunch of other stuff, and kind of overall gives you not really a rating but it's kind of harking back to, you remember uh, during Wrath, we had gear score. Yes. And gear score wasn't supposed to be this way of measuring, but people used it as a way of measuring, and now it's a way of measuring. Right. Know? And uh, it seems to me that the same thing is starting to happen with whatever, I don't remember the whatever they called it on WoW Files and on the blue post that they referenced, whatever uh, this measurement is it's not supposed to be used as a uh, skill set measurement of how good you are but that's what players are currently using it for so they're trying to put a, a group together and saying well you know you need to have a minimum level of whatever and so i need to know what your whatever level is your mmr or something i forget what they said and uh it it's interesting because if that form of metric is in the game then that would solve a lot of issues. Because if that form of metric is in the game, then you could, or Blizzard could rather, um, ensure that you did not go into any kind of a, a battleground or a arena or anything else PvP related 
with somebody who was just going to raffle stomp you. So that's, I don't know. Maybe that's coming. Because that would get me into PvP. Would it? Yeah. If I knew I wasn't going to get in and just get absolutely thrashed. I mean, I don't like, even in PvE, I don't mind getting ganked. That's not what bothers me. What bothers me is getting camped when I can't, you know, get away from it. What also bothers me is when there's my, you know, what I call my no-risk kill. When somebody who is of, of you know, 10 levels or more above me just absolutely coming into, you know, again, raffle stomps. That is what I don't like about the game. When I can't, through no fault of my own, defend myself. So if that aspect was to be able to be eliminated or controlled, rather, through this whatever metric they could use, yeah, I'd PvP. Why not? It'd be fun. So anyhow, uh, Arakio, thank you for the email there. And uh, man, I'll, I'll, hook you, I'll, I'll look you up on the uh, on Deathwing. Maybe even tonight. And our last one is from Anna Ross over on the Kelthus server. And this was posted uh, via Facebook. And Anna Ross says, I was listening to your podcast about trade professions. And you said that one of the training dummies host had raised his cooking up very fast. I found that in Half Hill, you can go from one cooking to 525 in about 15 minutes, and it cost about 100 gold plus about 45 gold in carp. She teaches the Pandarian recipes and sells all the mats you need but the golden carp. She can also train you as you skill up so you can get all the way to Zen Master with her. As for a solution to the cross-realm server problems, what if you could buy a token that you could use once a week that would lock you into the server and you could not be pulled to the cross-realm server. You'd have to put some restrictions on it, like persist past death and on a one-week cooldown, like the hose and peace pipe. Just an idea of mine. That would completely defeat cross-realm <laughs> servers. Uh, I, I don't know. It's interesting. I'm glad that that's there. Remember I told you I thought he'd leveled up really, 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 really fast, and that's apparently what he yeah, did. Yeah, you're right. And I, t- <laughs> I cut it out because I totally said while we were recording, I was like, that's not true. You can't do that. And <laughs> yeah. then I looked it up later. I was like, wow, I'm going to sound like an idiot. So <laughs> <laughs> Great. But yeah, um, yeah, the token thing is interesting. I don't know. I think... I think with, I mean, people you know just what? want more control over it is the problem. Like, they don't want to get sucked into it if they don't you know, stand around. I don't know why you shouldn't have the option of standing around. You know, it might be like the easiest thing. What? Turn it off during Dark Moon Fair. Right. Turn it off on the, you know, the fishing tournament. Right. Just turn it off during those parts. Yeah. What bothers me is I think the fishing tournament, I think they do it purposely cross-realm zoning. I think they're trying to get more competition there. Yeah, it could be. Which makes me mad because... Jinx up the time. Yeah. No, well, specifically it makes me mad that they're trying to make the stranglethorn more competitive because that mess... You know what? I shouldn't have to PvP to get a fishing achievement. Okay. I'm just saying. I shouldn't have to. You ever watch some fishing shows on Discovery Channel? No. Yeah. You should watch one and you'd be like, man, these guys PvP. Do they? Oh, they get serious about their fishing freckle face. They all get like, you're all up in my space. You're on my line. You're in my territory. Get out my water. I thought fishing is all... I went once with my grandfather once at like 4 o'clock in the morning. At 4 o'clock in the morning. It's peaceful. Yeah. 
Okay, not come here. They're all, get off out. You're on my line. You're too close. And then they get mad because they're like, you're just a week. They have, they have names for the people who come up and just fish on the weekends. Like derogatory terms that I don't remember what they are. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So people who actually have a job? Yeah. They yeah. have names for that? Yeah. You oh. know, like the sport fishermen, like, hey, I've got my boat and I'm going to go fishing on my boat this weekend. Versus the guys trying to, you know, put food on his, you know, family's, oh. you know, make a living and livelihood out of it. They get really mad. Really mad. But this is, wow, why doesn't it have to be like real life on every single thing? Okay. Just saying. Yeah, no. You don't have to PvP to get cooking achievements. False. No. False. No. Yes. Okay, you have to go into a battleground and drop it down and you can leave before the, before the, um. No, I was talking about just like getting like fish and stuff and, you know, things you need to. You can buy fish off the auction house. Uh, there is a specific right, achievement for dropping feast into battlegrounds, but all you have to do is queue up and get in the background, drop it and leave. Oh, and then wreck the battleground for everybody else. It don't matter. You just get replaced. <laughs> all right. I do not feel guilty ever about leaving a pug. You don't? I have no conscience about that. None? Nope. You just go. Yeah. You're like, peace out, y'all? I don't I don't even say that. <laughs> that should not surprise me because you used to do it to me when we, you know, grouped up. No, that, no. <laughs> okay. The thing. I, <laughs> <laughs> really? No, please continue <laughs> because it's so enlightening. I would not do it on a scenario because I know it won't oh, be replaced. Yeah. But everything else. I mean, it's not like I said earlier, it's not like I'm the tank and I pull the group and make it for my wife. I mean, otherwise, just because I leave, it doesn't matter. Get replaced. Nobody cares about random people. It don't matter. It occurred to me why people were less than, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Um, satisfied Uh with scenarios. Why is that? And why people think they're silly or whatever or they don't like them. Because they expect them to be more... Than what they are. Oh. It's a scenario. It's not. A, it's just like it's like a little bit above a quest. Yeah. That you can repeat. You know, and it doesn't take a lot of people, and it doesn't. It doesn't really take strategy either with the fighting. Yeah, you know what to do. It just it's something different to do, and I think people kind of expected it to be more like, well, we're queuing for it, so it must be like a dungeon, mm-hmm. or it must be like a raid because we're going, and it's not. It's just something to go do. Relax. See, I thought the scenarios meant that that was that would be the way. Like, I thought it was a replacement for dungeons. Like, oh, instead of having no. the tank healer three DPS, it would be just three random people. So, what I thought it would be, and it might still be used as this. I thought, you know, how we have like um, headless horsemen, perfect right. example. That's kind of what I felt the scenarios were going to be more like. But even just on that, going in doing one boss. Yeah. Yeah. Or doing going and doing one thing like like for instance, like right now the scenarios have like what acts or whatever not chapters stages, stages right about yeah. yeah three to five stages yeah and that to me was even more drawn out than I thought it'd be. I I can give you that it does seem like depending on the dungeon sometimes it seems like you spend as about about as long or longer in the scenario especially if it's newer right and if you're spending that much time in it then I agree with Hoofit that it's not worth. What you're getting out of it. Right. But as a DPS, if I go to Q by myself, it's 30 minutes. Right. Scenario, it's just right in there. You're just right in there. And so, yeah. you know, there, there's pros and cons to it, but I don't know. I just kind of thought, you know, you'd have something like um, more temporal mm-hmm. scenarios. 
for instance, we may be getting it with five with five one or whatever. What else is coming down the pike? I don't know. I haven't read any patch notes, but we may get something more 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 temporal with it. Whereas, for instance, um, you know, this is happening. The alliance is doing this now, or the horde is doing this now. We need you to go in and rescue, whatever. No, oh, I, so to go along with the storyline of exactly, how it progresses, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, and then once once the once the overall storyline progresses, then that scenario can be gone. Yeah, I can see that. You know, Just we need temporary. we need a quick you know commando team together to go in and blow up as many of these things as possible in the next three minutes. Go go go! And you go and blow stuff up for a while. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so could be, could be. So anyhow, um, we'll leave that. You know, we'll let sleeping dogs lie, whatever they say. <laughs> Today's totally tantalizing topic, bringing them back, brought to you by ReduceTheLag.com. You know, Freck, there are a lot of times when people are like, you know, you should play WoW with your friends. Yes, in we fact, say that a lot. Yeah, in fact, I think we had like a whole episode last week. Did we? Yeah, dedicated to saying you should play WoW with your friends. It's cool. Oh, I was just talking to Zabby. I don't know for an episode. Oh. Well, yeah, well. But then there's the thing, like a lot of people to say, you should play WoW with your friends. Right. And then we've played WoW with our friends. Yes, we have. And then sometimes your friends leave. Mm. And then people say, well, you should just tell them to come back. And then they go, okay, and then they come back. And you're all happy because you've been playing WoW with your friends again, right? Right. And then they leave. Oh, leave again? Again. And that's the issue, is that we're not armed. We're not prepared. So, we're going to kind of look at this, Freck, you and I, from a standpoint of not just bringing your friends back, but keeping them. Oh. Yeah. I've had fair to Midland success in uh, getting people to come back to WoW. Fair to Midland. Fair to Midland. You know, the CEO of Riptide. Yeah. Amongst other. I don't think you tried to get him back. I'm going to claim partial credit for that. Okay. And I get partial. Purposely? Yeah. Uh, not no. Well, <laughs> it's been interesting. Has he more of like a? Well, it's like I said, it's been interesting. Yeah, he's actually caused me to do a little more research in a while that than I haven't done before. He'll ask me questions, and it's like oh, I gotta know the answer to that. <laughs> you know, the problem is you're treating well like it's part of your job. Well, no, that's good though. Yeah, yeah. See, it's good. He just got, by the way, just totally off topic, but he just got a thing called the Razor Edge. It is like the ultimate gaming laptop. It's so sweet. Oh, I saw a commercial for Razor that. Blade. Razor Blade, not Edge. R-A-Z-R, Razor Blade. Yeah. It's a gaming laptop. Epic. Oh my goodness, it's so nice. Getting your friends back in a while. All right, there, here's some things you can do. And some of them are going to be, you know, relatively easy or, you know, common sense and others you may not have thought of. So let's look at this. This is basically what I do in here. I talk. I talk about the good things around people that I'm, you know, wanting to get in, back into the game. I kind of avoid negatives. I, you know, I don't talk about the grind. I don't talk about, I don't complain. You know, amongst people I'm trying to get back into the game. I don't complain about, you know, man, I got to do 50 dailies just to get this one thing so I can kind of get an upgrade to my necklace. Man, all you do is queue with a bunch of noobs. They don't know what they're doing. Waste of time. That's not going to get anybody back in the game. But you got to talk, talk it up. You got to talk it up. You gotta talk positive about the game. Plus, you know what I, I found out? It makes you feel better about the game too. Imagine that. 
I also, I like to share things, like, you know, screenshots. I have an add-on. It's called uh, Multishot, you know, but it's for screenshots. And I found out the other day, you can set up a little timer on it. You can go to Multishot and say, hey, take a screenshot from me like every 10 minutes. Oh, we talked about it before. Well, before. It was clogging up your. No, no, that was when I wrote a script for it on the Mac. Oh. Yeah, I wrote a little a little app for myself to actually take screenshots. And that did clog up a lot because I was taking screenshots like every three seconds. Yeah. Little much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one's like every 10 minutes. And every so often I notice a little like hiccup and I go, maybe I should turn that off. But then when I go through my screenshots folder, I'm like, that's a pretty cool screenshot. You get some really interesting things. When, when you are not trying to take a screenshot and you let the game just do the game, you get some really cool stuff hmm. that you never thought you'd get. So I'm going to post some of those up on, on the Facebook because... I share those. I'm like, check this out. We did this last night. Look at this. Look at this. Check this guy. Look, look how funny that guy looks dead floating in the air. You know? And they go, yeah. they go, that's in the game? You can fly a helicopter? You know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of fun to do. Funny stories are fun to share, too. Like poop quests. <laughs> you know, to quote my buddy Coltrane, it's poop! You know? So, Yeah. It's the only impersonation of him I'll ever do. <laughs> right then and there, it just happened. Um, so, yeah, I like to keep it positive around them anyhow. Socialize. We do a good job at this. I invite people all the time to our WoW meetup groups. You know, Meow the Snakes come out. Uh, Kung Fu Elvis. And these are guys at, at my office who've come out to the WoW meetup groups. I'm still inviting Kellyoni all the time. I'm like, dude, come on out. Dude, come on out. And I'll invite him again this Friday. Be like, hey, we're going over there right after work. Come on out. It's just down the street from the office. Let's go. So I try to involve them in more of a social aspect of the game than just getting online. You know, there's more to it. I'll invite them to a guild. Even if, like right now, you and I, we don't have, we're not officers. We cannot invite people to our guild officially, you know. But I can say, hey, you know what? You should come out and check out our guild. You should talk to the guild leaders. Talk to the officers. Find out about our guild. Go to the website. It's a pretty cool guild. These guys are nice. They're 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 super group, great group. We do things that are fun. Uh, there's always something to do. They look out for you, and it, you know you just you pump it up. And you go look. We're going to take care of you. You explain things to them, Freck, like the scroll of resurrection, or the refer friend. How that's going to benefit not just them, but how it benefits you. Like, you're like, look, you can come back. You can get an instant 80, but here's what I'm going to get if you come back. You be straightforward and upfront with them and let them know that, yeah, I want to get something out of it. Of course I want to get something out of it. You know, I'm not just playing this game for me. Well, yeah, I am. But I'm not just inviting you back because I want to play with you. I'm inviting you back because I want to get them out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. I do. There you go. Yeah. The other thing I like to do is reassure them. Because the biggest thing that people are afraid of is the unknown. Yeah, you know, I want to get back in the game. It looks like a lot of fun. But don't you have to have a lot of gold now? And don't I need a mount? You know, they don't know. So it's like, look, come back in the game. You're going to hook you up with bags. You want some gold? I'll throw some gold your way. I'll show you how to make gold. It's pretty simple. I'll give you. I'll show you the ropes of the auction house. I'll take you around. I'll give you a tour of the place, and uh, we're good to go. So you just reassure them that, you know, it's it's not it's not the, the wild, wild west. It's not the great unknown. You're not going at it alone. You've got friends in, in the Azeroth waiting on you. And the other thing I like to do is plan. 
uh, when we had the work till five thing, we planned every day here. But this is what we do tonight. You know, even though it kind of fills it out, just because we all got kind of busy, we still had a plan. With Kung Fu Elvis, we planned stuff all the time. You know, with Meow the Snake, he was on a raid group. We planned all the time. You know, I'd see him at work. Hey, what are you doing tonight? Where are you going tonight? With Kelly Oni, even though he's not even in our guild, I talked to him every day about World of Warcraft. I stopped by his office. What'd you do last night? You know, how are you doing in your raid? His raid group just fell apart. His raid leader quit the game. Destroyed them. Their whole guild's like just dissolved. And so you become part of their lives and more than just a game. You kind of just, you know, embrace it and encompass their lives within the World of Warcraft. You kind of embrace it. You know, kind of bring it all together. It's a little warm, fuzzy, I understand. And we all know that World of Warcraft isn't all warm and fuzzy because you even said so at the top of the show that, you know, you take a break from watching people die to go kill people. Freckleface. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what that's what I do. And that that tends to bring people into the game. It gets them hooked. And that's uh, that's the first step. It's almost like, you know, I hate to make the analogy, but it's, you know, there's a lot that can be said amongst that list about drug dealers, too. <laughs> hey, they don't, I wonder where you get your content from. They don't, right? It's my 12-step program. <laughs> you know, well, there's a guy at, at work who played with us for a little bit, and he left again, and he then went back to Diablo. And he would call it World of Warcraft, which we've, we've all heard that before. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, well, it all depends. Like I said, what, last week and the week before, how many you either play the game and the game plays you, one of the two. So it's fun. I enjoy it. I'm there to have fun. And I want, you know, I want people to be in there that I know and have fun with me. And so I always invite people. So you get them into the game, Freck, then what? Uh, then, then you, like you said before, you, you equip them, give them bags, gold, food buffs. Yeah, they don't. They want to know they've got stuff in their bags. You know, they don't want to feel like they're broke and running around naked. And then you know, you do actually play with them. You, know, you can start a new character together. You can start a new zone together. If you have a, like, let's say they quit back in Cata, they have an eighty-five, and you have an eighty-five. You haven't leveled yet. You know, start together. Oh yeah, I thought of that. Yeah. Uh show them where things are. The game. It's a little disorienting. Come in, yeah. In Orgrimmar, everything is moved. If you hadn't been there since Kata. <laughs> Do you remember when we first went there, um, when we joined the Hordelies? Uh-huh. And I remember Hoof, it's so like... I was so confused. like, I'm over here by the, by the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, the what? He goes, oh, you know, like the little touring camp. Huh? Oh, you've never been in Orgrimmar before? Nope. Oh, you've <laughs> never been there before? Nope. Oh. No, maybe... Once on a on a on, well that one little horde character I had who made it what level thirty, oh. and I was like hanging around Duartar or some what other place I don't know where those were, <laughs> but I never hung out in Orgrimmar, except the raid the place when I was on the alliance. So that helped taking yeah. me around. Let me show yeah. me where stuff is. Show them where stuff is. Um, congratulate them when they do good stuff. You know, positive reinforcement. That goes a long way. It does. It really does. Yeah. Uh, help them. When they get frustrated, mm. maybe they're getting ganked or confused. I still want that button. I still want that button in the what game. Button? The all call button. I want the all hands on deck, like automatically summon your guild to your spot. You get to use it like once a week or, you know, oh, the guild perk thing. I don't trust most people with that. Guild perk? Um, encourage them when they think things are going slow. 
game does yeah. get grindy. Gets all grindy. Um, continue to set achievable short-term and long-term goals. So you mean like, um, like if you're going to run a scenario or yeah. a dungeon together or something like that? Yeah. And lastly, involve them in things that you do in and out of the game. Yeah, and that kind of goes back to what I said before. When we're just, there's more to this game than the game, you know? It's got a, a massive community that surrounds it. There are podcasts, there are videos, there are books, there are comics, there's conventions. There's probably even, do you have cereal? You know if there's a WoW cereal? I doubt it. There is. It's just just a very small part of the alphabet cereal. Alphabets? Just, never mind. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> got no jokes this week. <laughs> no, I mean, that's the bottom line. I mean, when I look at it, a lot of times, you know, when people want to come back to World of Warcraft... Or you want people to come back to the world of Warcraft. Make sure that you have a plan for them. What you're going to do once they get there. You have to. It's not just like you want to go get people. Because what's the fun in that? You want to get people. You want to keep people. You want to, you know, increase your fun. You don't want them to leave again. Three months. Mm. I mean, I know Sniper doesn't listen. And that happened with Sniper. He came in and he was doing really, really good. His eye level is better than mine. And it's like, wow, you just, this is awesome. And then it turned into a grind for him. And then it wasn't really a plan. And then it just kind of, oh, that was fun. And then, like, you look and Sniper hasn't been online in... Years. Yeah, it's like 300 some odd days or even more. I don't know. That was two years. Two years already. Yeah. Man, jeez. Yeah. Think think his character's still there? Yeah, they save him forever. Forever? Yeah. I used to get emails from Sony for EverQuest. Uh-huh. And it would say, your character's still at, you know, like you get the character name to get the location. He's still waiting for you at Lake of Ill Omen. <laughs> it's like, really? Still? <laughs> that place is still there? <laughs> you know? So, Move on, buddy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to meet you there. Yeah. Well, once you tell him to meet me over in Azeroth, <laughs> that'd be fun. So yeah, the bottom line is have a plan, you know, and involve. Those are the two things. Everything else is kind of fluff, yeah, I know. But have a plan and involve everybody and you're good. You think? I think so. It is I, Huckrat, the Voidwalker, and you are listening to Hearthcast with Root and Freckleface. Hey, Freck, you know, you and I do a lot of stuff with OpenRate and uh, been a very cool site. We've actually had them on the show, that uh, awesome. the folks from OpenRate. Yeah. Uh, we talk about it practically every week because we're running something with Dead Guy. And uh, we're going to head ahead and bring him on the show right now. Awesome. And uh, he's got a special announcement for us. Uh, Dead Guy, how are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Just uh, hanging out at the moment. How y'all doing? We're doing pretty good as well. It's a, it's a wonderful, nice evening here in Orlando. All right, so I am uh, going to you know be like that curious cat and have been chomping at the bit ever since Freckleface uh, told me that you're coming on the show tonight. Um, before we you know unleash the greatness, which is this exclusive content that you're telling us about, uh, anything special going on with OpenRaid that we should know about? Well, let's see. Uh, our... Hmm. The main people on our site have been like Kim Possibrew and Fugo, 
have been AFK quite a bit from the main site because they've been working on the new site a lot. Uh, we're doing a, we're redoing uh, Open Raid entirely. Uh, I think it's going to use the same database because it's already linked with the original site, but the actual face of it is completely different. All right, so hang on. You're telling me that Open Raid's getting a huge facelift? It's so big that they're rebuilding the site from scratch. The, the wow. Face. So it's not just a facelift. It's an entire site revamp. Right. The only thing that's the same is the database or which it accesses. Wow. That, that's cool. Because, you know, I don't know, we talked about it before in there on the show that, you know, that's something they wanted to come back and do at one point in time. But they had no idea how successful Open Rain was going to be, so they didn't really, you know, want to front-end load anything on it. But that, that is really cool. That is awesome. That, yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. I, I want to see it now. I'm all I'm Jonesing. Right, right. There's already a small preview on the site in the forums, but I'm going to give uh, y'all tonight another a uh, couple more screenshots than what's on the forums oh Ooh. Ooh. oh now i'm intrigued even more than i was so before mm-hmm. so we're gonna get like a behind the curtains like this it's the wizard of oz and then you know and we're gonna pull back the curtain we're gonna see the new site you know those shows when they do like the reveal like move that bus and all that this is this is what that's <laughs> like this is exactly what it's like mm-hmm. we're gonna get to see uh open raid before the rest of the world sees open rate. And then, of course, uh, we'll be throwing that up on our Facebook page and on our website so that we share that with our HearthCast listeners. That is going to be Trey Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also working on some, not me specifically, there's certain moderators involved in the site that are putting together professional-level instruction videos. First on how to do open rate itself, like how to manipulate the site. And then there's also we're also working on videos for how to run raids for in the kind of pugs that Open Raid does. So running old content raids or even recent content raids with a lot of people you don't know for the first time, this is a good way for a bunch of people who haven't worked together to try it, uh, the content this way because it doesn't take a lot of practice, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that makes a lot of sense because, you know, even like we've talked about how, how you and I ran – uh, heroic firelands last night and we had somebody there who had never been at all in firelands before let alone in heroic firelands <laughs> never been there at all right and so you get a eclectic mix of people who want to see this content or and you get some people who want to see the content you get some people who go that'd be interesting dude and then you have some people who are seeking achievements or mounts or whatever the case might be that you're going to get from that particular uh raid so you never know exactly what you're going to get. So I guess this video, these training sessions, if you will, will help uh, raid leaders be able to decide who they're going to take with them on the raid. Not just because someone's got cool comments, but to know how to better put together a successful raid. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's that's the big deal. Oh, and also on a fun level, we uh, fun level for me, I should say, we are redoing the raid leaders on the site. And I'm having to do a, a tryout again. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah. Mostly it's because uh, we are taking rate, uh, staff rating to another level from just you have a staff tag because we know you're a good dude to no, you actually have to do very specific content every week. And we're going to start running themed raids. We're thinking about like once like the first week we do wrath raids, second week we do Cata raids. Third week, we do speed raids of just the really quick ones, stuff like that. Oh, that is a lot of fun. That's like a whole other, you know, 
twist to to upbringing and other things you can do with the game. That's yeah. neat. I like that. So are you nervous about having to try out again? A little, but honestly, I'm probably being paranoid. The main reason they're doing it is they're getting out. Basically, they're getting out the people who burned out from the site. There are definitely raid leaders who burn out after being staff raid leader because of the limitations already put on us. And then we're going to be putting even the site's going to be putting even more on top of us. So they just want to get like, hey, do you want out? Like you can get out and nobody cares. We understand people get burned out. That's fine. We just want to know who's in, who's out. That makes sense. All right, so are there any other kind of fun, cool things that uh, that's happening with Open Raid? I mean, geez, I'm already excited about the fact that we got a new look. We're doing new things. We're, How many we're, raids are you running a week? I'm up to at minimum of five. Wow. Yeah. And that's not including my guild raids, which I'm now a raid leader in my guild, too. Well, congratulations on that. Thanks. So any other, like, uh, insights or tips? Because I know there's a lot of times, like, we did something just the other night, and you basically said, bring everybody into the middle of the room, we're going to kill them all, and it's going to be really fast, and we're all going to get an achievement for it. Someone was talking about how there's a clam in Dread Wastes that gives a quest when you kill it, and it's like a boss mob, and it's actually kind of interesting to kill, and you get a vanity item for doing it. And I was like, what are you talking about? I... I joined them. We went and killed this giant clam, and we did the quest. And it gives me a ridiculous vanity item that I don't use at all, but it's funny. What it does is it drops a giant clam shell, puts your character in it, takes all your clothes off, and it's kind of like a pose from The Little Mermaid. What? Oh, okay. I have to have that now. <laughs> Immediately. All right, so where's this clam at? Northwest coast of... Uh, sorry, northwest coast of Dread Wastes. I do not remember the name. Freckleface is taking notes. I just am. so you know. I actually wait. The name I think is Gokok. Is the name of the clan. I'm sorry. What was the name of that? Gokok. I'm sorry. What was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're breaking up. I can't hear you. <laughs> there it is. It's Goklock. Goklock. There it is. Yeah, G. Uh, if you want to wow head it, so you can get like the coordinates or whatever. I do. It's G. It's G-O-K-K apostrophe L-O-K. I knew it had to be some sort of weird spelling for it. They wouldn't be able to guess. <laughs> Wait. Okay, G-O-K-K apostrophe L-O-K-K. See. No. There's only one K at the end. Oh, okay. G-O-K-K apostrophe L-O-K. That made no sense. Gunk lock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it's actually not that easy to solo. How much health does he have? He has 16 million health. Mm. It- um, the fun thing is, is the boss doesn't do anything. He summon, The only thing he actually does is summons ads. And his ads aren't that strong, so if you can keep the ads down, you're just pew-pewing him and standing around. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I have to look oh. at that now. The fun thing is, the, another fun thing is, the boss never dies. You fight him, fight him, fight him, get him down to one health, bam, you get the quest, right? Right. Uh-huh. He instantly resets to full health for the next person. Oh. That's cool. So people can actually, like, chain, get this quest, and keep going. Huh. Yeah, like, you could have people get in a line if you wanted to. I mean, you could just get into a raid and do it, because it's not quest credit. It's a quest give, which can be gotten in a raid. Mm. So if you wanted to, you could 40-man him, but that would be silly. He would basically die instantly. That's interesting. Quick way to get it done. Yeah. I'm going to go kill this clam now. Yeah. Freckleface is getting all excited. She's she's like ready to leave the studio right now <laughs> and go kill so you, clams. So you could go do Little Mermaid, right? 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Sparkles oh, in her eyes. You should see head. this. No, she loved that. If people are interested in running a raid with you, how can they find you? Oh, easy. I am on Open Raid. You can search for Dead Guy is my main that I run most of my raids under. I run a couple other my under char- other characters, but if you just search Dead Guy, you'll find them all. Without the A, because they won't find Correct. you. Correct. Yeah. It's D-E-D Guy. Exactly. Or you can find me on Twitter. I post all my raids there that I run. And that's uh, Kerboden on Twitter, K I R B O D I N. Awesome. And you you can uh, follow me. I pretty much exclusively just post my raid links there. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on the show and sharing information with us. And we will have um, links up on our website to uh, to the Facebook page with the pictures of the new Open Raid website. Awesome add-ons. We had a. Um Add-on connection on Facebook. Yeah, that was crazy. Because awesome. um, Jose had asked us for an add-on for a situation that he found himself in a lot. Um, he'd be out doing dailies. Bags are full. Need to loot something. Can't loot something until he deletes something. Doesn't know what to delete because wanting to find um, whatever trash would vendor for the least amount, you know. Throw away the least amount of money. Right, yeah. Um, There's something that deletes the cheapest thing or throws it away, but I thought he was looking for something that vendored the cheapest. I don't know. I was confused. Well, he was something that he was looking for something that showed him what would be the cheapest thing. Oh, I got you. So that yeah. he could delete it. Right. You know, throw away the least amount of money. Um, so I didn't know the answer to that offhand. I tried to Google it, nothing really came up. Um, so then I, you know, flipped that around and put put the question from our page. And both Kevin and Mark uh, recommended Broker Garbage. Uh, Broker Garbage shows your cheapest items for easily freeing bag space. Um, it uses your auction add-on of choice for pricing, including disenchant prices if available. Um, if you don't want to throw away something in your bag, like, you know, I like to collect my, my gray items. Um, your what items? My gray items. Your gray items? Yeah. Okay, Broker Garbage. <laughs> You can put it on your keep list so that the add-on will keep it so you don't have to worry about it accidentally junking your stuff that you want to keep. Yeah, see, and I did that the other day because I auto-sell gray, and I'm pretty sure I sold something I wanted to keep. Yeah, yeah so maybe was, you need this. I might. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, so both Kevin and Mark um, suggested that, so thank you both. Um, and also for this add-on, it, it is a broker add-on, which means it requires another add-on to display it. Um. But Bagnon is one of the items that displays it, and hopefully everyone's using Bagnon. I mean, it's, it's the best bag add-on out there, in my opinion. And and like you did mention, um, Sabrina had suggested Auto Vendor, which if you're using that add-on regularly, you might, you know, Jose might find himself in that situation a lot less often if he's already every time he goes to, um, goes to a vendor, it's automatically selling his grays for him. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, so, thank you, Jose, for posting that. And thank you, Kevin, Mark, um, Sabrina, and I think a few others answered about that, too. Thank you for throwing out your suggestions there, too. And also on Twitter, um, JMO Barbie had recommended to me an add-on called um, Wim to help me avoid my mistell. Yeah, I used to use problems. it. Yeah. Yeah. Until Cannon Face called me out on it. What do you say? Oh, you use Wim? Or whatever it was. So? Because it, it, it makes a distinct... I am sound notification when you receive an I am. Okay. And it pops up a window and it puts all your I am's in different windows and whole nine yards. Right. It's very I am ish looking. Yes. Hence yeah. the name. Yeah. Hence the name. Yeah. Reminds me a lot of uh, ICQ of old. 
you know, the, okay. yeah. So, yeah. in fact, it might be even close to that sound. Well, I've tried it out for the first time. It definitely helps you avoid mistells. Well, especially if you're going to cuss out our listeners. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> really, freckle face. Uh-huh. So, I want to track back on something real quick here. Okay. Broker. Yes. Um, that is what is that? That is an add-on that requires something else to make it work. Basically, yeah. Um, it a lot of times it works in pairs. There are plugins and there are displays. So you, for example, I use Chocolate Bar as a display, and anything that is a broker plugin, it'll show up on that. Now, see, I had always imagined that there that these broker. Uh-huh. I always thought that that was um, for a larger add-on called, like, Broker. No. And these were just plugins for that larger add-on. But No, and that's and that's why I had mentioned a few weeks ago the reason why I can't ever, for some reason, get people to try a chocolate bar is because it's a, it's a display, but you go to look for chocolate bar uh, plugins, and there's only, like, two. But it'll display any Broker. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I use everything with it so all right yeah. um because i have not installed add-ons because i see broker and i'm like, yeah, i don't have a broker thing i don't have that add-on is always thing i was thinking to like child things for it because remember we talked about a couple of weeks ago we talked about like add-ons and add-ons for you know your add-ons and whatnots you know yeah enhancements yeah, yeah. for your add-ons and what and i don't know maybe i was just i always skip over the ones that say broker because i always thought there were plugins for like a broker bar well, for a broker display, but it doesn't have to be called broker. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll try some more out then. I should. Very cool. Thank mm-hmm. you. Well, thank you. Um, that was JMO Barbie on Twitter for that. So that's awesome. So you haven't cast anybody out yet lately? Uh, no, no, no. I have Sorry. not. Okay, good. I also just gave up on trying to get Ukunduker to work, so I have no need to cuss at people in the game anymore. I was just testing that out. <laughs> it's still one of my funniest stories you've ever told. Well, it's embarrassing. Whatever. <laughs> hey, Frank, we've got Lignar from the Epic Podcast on the line with us right now to play a round of Hearthcast AOE. How's it going, Lignar? Pretty good. How about you guys? We are doing, I want to say we're doing epically, but awesome. I, don't know, I don't know if that's a trademark infringement or not. Nah, well, if it was, there's nothing I could do about it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> How's Medicaid? Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm, I was gonna say I'm pretty sure we probably stole that from somebody anyway down the line. So oh. she she's actually doing well. We both went to MLG in Dallas this weekend, and she caught the nerd plague, so she's still kind of recovering from that. Oh, our little so, version of uh, of esports is uh, our, just our little game here, Hearthcast AOE. So <laughs> <laughs> the first question we're gonna have for you is uh, who are you gonna play against, Root or Freckleface? Root, I think I'm gonna play you. Oh, so you want to win, huh? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I have a feeling that, you know, when I listen to the show and I hear these AOE questions, I'm like, oh, I could totally do that. And now that it's I'm on the spot, I totally feel that I'm going to drop the ball. <laughs> so. All right. Well, I'm going to step away from here and uh, put on my headphones, and uh, Freck will ask you some questions. So uh, enjoy. Get ready to play HearthCast AOE. The game where you don't have to be exactly right to win. Here are the rules. Caller, you go first. Players get two points for being closer to the right answer. And four points for being exactly right. If both players' answers are the same, the players split the points. 
In the event of a tie, we go to the time card. The player with the fastest time wins. Okay, Lignar, are you ready to get started? I am ready. Awesome. Starting the timer. Question one. How much experience does it take to get from 85 to 90? Wow. Um, I'll say 100 million. Question two. How many reputation points does it take to get from revered to exalted? Uh, 21,000. Question three. The highest pet collecting achievement is for how many pets? 200. And question four. According to Wowhead... What chance do you have of getting the horseman's reins out of a loot-filled pumpkin? 1%. And question five. What item level of gear does the headless horseman drop? Uh, 476. And time. All right, right. let me go... (laughs) Okay, I totally feel like I pulled those completely out of my rear end. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if Root does any better. Let me go hail him down. All right, so this is where I ask the obligatory, uh, how'd you do, question. I, uh, to reference my comment earlier, I think the ball is firmly on the ground. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Root, are you ready? Uh, I am as ready as I'm ever going to be for this. Let's do this. Question one. How much experience does it take to get from 85 to 90? 100 million. Question two. How much reputation points does it take to get from revered to exalted? Oh, man. That's really close to one of the questions I had. Uh, uh, 22,000. Question three. The highest pet collecting achievement is for how many pets? 500. Question four. According to Wowhead, what chance do you have of getting the horseman's reins out of a loot-filled pumpkin? Absolutely not. No, point zero one, I'll say. And question five, what item level of gear does the Headless Horseman drop? 470? Doesn't it change with the expansions? This year. Uh, 470? No, uh, I just said it, 470. I think it's 463 or something, but we'll say 470. I already said it. Okay. And time. And time. <laughs> Stalled a little bit there, so you're Yeah, I know. 102. Oh. 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 Lignar is at 101, so if you hadn't oh, stopped, no. that could have been a difference. Let's go down to the wire. Down to the wire. Yes. Okay. So are you ready for the answers? Yeah. Okay. Question one. How much experience does it take to get from level 85 to level 90? Root, you said 100 million. Yeah. Lignar, you also said 100 million. Oh, did you say it emphatically like I did too? I just like saying Not quite. Uh, uh. Um, <laughs> the correct answer is 97.5 million. Wow, so you're both see? very close. Yeah. And Split you both get one point yeah. because neither of you got it correct, but you get the same answer, so you split the points. Yeah. Question two, how much reputation points does it take to get from Revere to Exalted? Root, you said 22,000. Lignar, you said 21,000. The correct answer is 21,000. Oh, congrats. Congratulations. You got right on the money there, so he gets four points. Question three. The highest pet collecting achievement is for how many pets? Root said 500. 
Lignar said 200. The correct answer is 400. Oh, so you're closer, yeah. so you get two points for that. Question. As soon as I said 200, I knew I was too low. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, yeah, I have, I have about 230. Going for the 250. Yeah. yeah. Will they give you another pet? Yeah, give me yeah. another pet. Yeah. How many do you have? I have um, a little bit more than whatever one where you get the squirrel. Oh, okay. um, I, have a, I have a few more than that. So I think that's at 125, I think. I don't know. I don't remember, but I've got a couple more than that. Okay. That's cool. Question four. According to Wildhead, what chance do you have of getting the horseman's reins out of a loot-filled pumpkin? Root, you said .01. Lignar, you said 1. The answer is .5. So, Root, you were a tiny bit closer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I had to do math. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a record for how <laughs> close the difference between I the two answers so. is? I think so. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like a point oh one difference between our answers? I don't know. I'm looking at the no, score stop sheet. looking. I'm sorry. Stop I, look. <laughs> it's like tense. Tense, freckle face. <laughs> and last question. What item level of gear does the Headless Horseman drop? Root, you said 470. Lignar, you said 479. And the answer is actually 470. Woo! So, we could uh. <laughs> so you won by one question, Ruth. Oh, I don't do that very often. Not very often. Yeah, man. I told Woo. you the, the ball was firmly on the ground. No, I, I don't think that was no, firmly. We, we, that no. was a close game, man. You well not, played. Kusekin, we've seen that quite a few times. <laughs> on both sides of the fence. On both sides. Mainly mine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, so tell us a little bit more about Epic Podcasts, how people can find you and Medicakes out there. Uh, well, we just recently got on Stitcher. Uh, I'm not actually not sure how to find us on Stitcher. I think if you just typed in Epic Podcast, you'd find us there. Uh, you could go to our website, epicpodcast.com. We're on iTunes. Uh, we're, we're creeping up on episode 100. So that, that's like I've been hearing that's when Blizzard starts cutting you up check, right? Uh, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> – right, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. So yeah, we're supposed to. We should hit that. I think it's the first week of December. We we re- typically record on Wednesday nights, so the weekend of think or the week of Thanksgiving, we won't have a show. So it kind of pushes us back one. I think it's the first week of December that we actually hit 100. Um, That's awesome. Do you have I, anything planned for that episode? Not that I'm aware of. Anyway, Medicakes may have something planned that I'm, she hasn't uh, made me privy to. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Uh, we, we've recently, we just, last night we had, uh, one of the, the YouTube guys, uh, in the wow community who just recently got partnered with, uh, machinima.com, uh, Joe or wow Martian. Everybody yeah. Knows yeah. Joe. yeah. We've had him on the show before. Yeah. And we had him one last night. Um, and unless things fall through schedule wise, cause I know he's busy in real life. We're going to have uh, George on from the man We've had him on in the past, awesome. but we're going to have him on next week. Uh, we're trying to get Skolnick on too, but that dude is like mega ultra super busy. Yeah, so trying, trying, trying to get him, you know, trying to find a time where our schedules work out. Uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, we're just having fun. It's, you know, we, we kind of started the show with just us. We, you know, I, I've always had an interest in doing a podcast, I actually kind of wanted to be in broadcasting, but my career went into it and it, you know, it was too late in my career. I'm like, well, I, you know, watch a football game. I'm like, I could do that or listen to a radio show. And I'm like, I could do that, but I already have my career running. So podcasting came around. I'm like, hey, I can do that. And uh, Medicakes and myself would sit around sometimes in Skype or Vent talking about WoW. I'm like, well, wait a minute. I should just we should just put these two things together because we would just not really theory craft, but kind of theory craft things and just talk about patch notes and whatnot. And I'm like, we should do a podcast, and it just kind of started. And 
you know, we reached 100 probably because we're just too stubborn to quit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys on uh, Twitter and Facebook and all that? Yeah. Uh, well, we kind of – I think everybody's got the one thing from their, their social media that they neglect, and that's Facebook for us. Neither one of us are big Facebook fans. We try, but – uh, we're not big Facebook fans, but we are there. It's facebook.com slash the epic podcast, I think. I don't have it up in front of me. Uh, we are on Twitter. The The podcast Twitter feed is epic underscore podcast. I'm at Lignar and Medicakes is at Medicakes. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on AOE. Um, that, that was a real nail biter. It there. was. Yeah. Guys got it was fun. answers and everything. Fun. I know. Yeah. How fun. Yeah, that's awesome. We really enjoy listening to you and Mandy Cakes over there, Epic Podcast, and you guys do a good job you know, being part of the community. That. And, you know, I like how you do the live show and kind of incorporate your listeners there, too. So it's so great to have you on. Um, you know, really appreciate it. And thank you. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> you bet, man. Hearthcast.com is proud to present Root and Freckle Face's Top X List, a conglomeration of. Wait a minute. You guys named this segment Top X List? So you, you wouldn't have to pay me for additional segment bumpers? What a bunch of... I mean, a conglomeration of fun-filled, interesting tidbits for your amusement. HearthCast.com's Top X List. Unbelievable. Cheap son of a... <laughs> that always makes me laugh. So, you know, Frank, there's a lot of time. We play this game a lot, don't we? Yeah, we do. A lot. And there are times when you find yourself that you, you mean you may need to detox. Yeah. You know, I'm going through a thing this this month where I call it no soda November. Oh. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of people do like the no shave November. I'm doing no I'm, shave November. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know how to derail Ruth. <laughs> Leave it in the show. I'll leave the show. I don't care. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyhow, I'm doing no... Oh, Frack. <clears throat> so, I'm doing no soda in November. So, it was uh, a famous Amos from the chat room, ch.hordelies.com. You can go check it out Monday through Friday. Well, they're all the time, but... And, uh, it, you know, it, it can be hard. I know. Headaches. Yeah, well... Yeah. 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 Um, but, you, you know, it detoxes you. A lot of water. But there are times, you, you know, I think you may need to detox from WOW, too. You know, me to unplug a little bit and walk away. And there's some signs. There are signs. There are Freckle, signs. There are yes. signs, Freckle Face. Yes. And uh, there's signs that, you know, you may need a, a WOW detox. Yeah. So, firstly, if you thought red and blue states referred to Hoarder Lance... You might need a wild detox. <laughs> if you refer to DST as an extra hour of wow, you might need a wild detox. If you didn't care who won the election, because you're pretty sure they're just going to get overthrown at the end of the expansion anyhow, you might need a wild detox. <laughs> if you got dragged to see pandas at the zoo and you tried to give them beer, you might need a wild detox. If you have constant cravings for Chinese food, but only when it's served up on little tables, you might as well be about detox. <laughs> it's funny about that. What? It's like there, there's the one that's like the, um, it's the pot table. Uh huh. <laughs> because it's like, it's like you know, feast of pot, and everyone's like, I gotta get my pot. And then the other one's called a steamer. <laughs> uh. 
and like I'm putting a steamer in the corner. It's pretty. You, you got to have fun in your raids. You know, yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> because everything. Uh, um, you know what? If you find yourself talking in a bad ancient Chinese monk accent, it it might be time for a wild detox. If you never consider taking a day off of work on a Tuesday, because it'd be a waste of a day off. Yeah, you can't play WoW on a Tuesday. It's patch day. Might as well work. You might need a WoW detox. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, if you got new clothes, you know, because it's cold outside, and you consider that an upgrade, uh, it might be time for a WoW detox. If you had a recent urge to plant a garden in your backyard, you might need a WoW detox. Yeah, it's because of the tillers. You know, you know, farming because of rabbits. It's not that easy, IRL. <laughs> well, I don't know. They do have to. We got a farm at Riptide. Oh, do you? Yeah. Well, it's not a farm. It's a garden. We've we've harvested. We've had two full meals for the entire company. We're like 125 people in there. Wow. Yeah, like we. Well, it's not just like every. It was like soup. We made wonton soup. Of course, the wontons didn't come out of the garden, but all the veggies did. Oh, that's cool. And we had a salad, a bunch of huge salad out of yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Very neat. If you refer to time with your significant other as rep grinding, <laughs> might be time for well detox. <laughs> <laughs> That's that that one kind of hit home. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stinger. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You know, even you know, there's a tool tip that says take all things in moderation, even the game. You know, That's it's true. Just, so, so yeah. You know, if you find yourself just lashing out all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, back off a little. Get some sunlight. Sunlight does amazing things for you. Vitamin D, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. Well, that about does it for episode 145 of HearthCast. We want to thank you guys for listening. You know, Freck, you and I are kind of uh, really involved in WoW Meetup. Right. Uh, through meetup.com. And I want to encourage everybody listening to check Meetup and see if you don't have a local WoW Meetup and go, you know, go out and meet some people. Um, you know, last two shows we talked about meeting people IRL and playing with people and how to get people in the game and back to the game. And a big part of it is actually doing stuff outside of the game with people. So check out meetup.com and see if you don't have a local meetup in your area and go join. It's usually free. Most of them are. And, you know, go check them out and see and meet new and interesting people who actually, you know, share your passion for the game. It's kind of fun. And most of the time you get some good food out of it, too. And don't forget our Hearthies. We're always on the lookout for our next recipient of Hearthies. You can't win them. Um, you got to earn them. So if you know anybody who is, you know, worthy, shall we say, of a Hearthie, let us know. And we'll go check them out and see what's going on with them and see if they indeed, you know, meet the criteria that we've set forth for the Hearthie Award. The coveted Hearthie Award. You know, you can be part of next week's show. You can do that by sending in your questions, comments, or any other kind of feedback. You can use our website submission form over at hearthcast.com. If you'd like, you can send us direct email to contribute at hearthcast.com. You can look us up on the Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash hearthcast. And we're both on the Twitters. I'm at hearthcast root and Freckleface is at hearthcast freck. And the general show is at hearthcast. And don't forget, you can always call our hearthcast hotline at 407-520-5342. And we'll drop that in our show. We'd again like to thank our sponsors, ReduceTheLag.com and Rarespawn Studios. You can find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or you can drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com.
Earthcast. It's about World of Warcraft. Take a break from your grind if you have the time to listen to our show. We got gnomes and dwarves and night elves too. And we would like to thank you for listening. For listening. We would like to thank you. Working hard or hardly working.